Welcome to Reality of the Rose with your host, Natalie Sprink. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 118 of Reality of the Rose. I'm your host, Natalie Sprink. Well, I've got another co-host with me today. So another week of not having to only hear my voice. Um, This is somebody brand new that I've not had on the podcast before, um, but we are, she's a fellow Bachelor fan, Bachelor fanatic. She's been watching for years, although she is not that old. She could be my daughter, but um, we have a lot in common because we both have love of The Bachelor. And um, she, we actually got together. We kind of owe it to her mom, who is my doctor. So I'll, I'll let you tune in so you can hear more details about how this all came about. Um, but her name is Jenna Lensner. Lensner, I think I'm pronouncing that right, Jenna. Um, but we had a great time. I like her perspectives. She's only 20 years old. So I get to have a perspective of the younger generation to see if a younger generation feels the same way I do about both BIP and Golden Bachelor. Um, we had a great time together. It's a little long because we just kept talking and talking and talking, but I think that you'll like it because it's fun to hear um, you know, both sides and both angles. And, um, we get into a lot pretty deep, so it's a lot of fun. Um, join me in welcoming Jenna to the podcast. Hi, Jenna. Hi. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for coming on the show. I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm excited. I don't usually, um, I don't, I have very few people in my life, to be honest, that watch The Bachelor. So I have to like reach out a little further when I'm trying to find co-hosts. So I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, none of my friends watch it either. So really? Like, yeah, I don't really have much people to talk to. Oh, well, perfect. That's funny. I know <laughs> I, my daughter is, well, first let's talk about, let people are probably wondering who, who are you? So, um, First, I'll say that the reason I even reached out to you was um, thanks to your mom, actually. Yeah. <laughs> who is my doctor, ironically. And um, I don't know, a while back, she mentioned that you, how, let me ask how you found my podcast, actually. Well, I'd followed you on Instagram a while ago, and I liked watching you. Um, you would always like, record yourself watching yes. The Bachelor and yeah. I thought that was so funny and I was like obsessed with it so I would always <laughs> look at your page whenever The Bachelor was on and then I started listening to your podcast and then I saw you in um, the waiting room one day when I was by my mom and I was like oh my god that's Natalie Sprink I follow her on Instagram and she was like uh, I see Natalie Sprink as a patient and I was like well you could plug me someday and I could be on her podcast She's like, guess what? I told Natalie Sprink that you would want to be on her <laughs> podcast. And I gave her your email and I was so excited. Oh, that's hilarious. I love that. I did not know that whole history. Gosh, that's so cool. I, yeah. you know, I had a lot of people who watched my stories and told me that instead of watching The Bachelor, they would just watch my stories and they would be yep. kept up to date on The Bachelor. Well, gosh, thank you. I appreciate that. Maybe I should do that again, too. <laughs> I that think both so, are fun. That was so time consuming to do because I would have to 
you know, if I wanted to see every second of it to, to, to record the story, usually I'd miss something. So I'd have to record the story, post it, and then go back and like rewind a few seconds. And I feel like it took me twice as long to watch it as it, as it did to, uh, as if I wouldn't have, um, put it on my stories. And so that's kind of why I went to the podcast platform because it was just taken to, it already is two hours and three hours long when you watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Which is insane. Like podcasting's more like super in right now. So like, I feel yeah. like it's a good way to like share your opinions on the show. For sure. And I always had a secret and I don't just say that because I have a podcast now. I really did have the secret yearning to be, well, this was before podcast, but it was when it was just radio and there was this one morning radio show that I listened to that was like a fairly local in Missouri, a fairly local show. And I, I always thought to myself, man, I would, that would be fun to be like a, you know, radio talk show host. And even my husband would tell me I would be good on radio. And so here we go. It's kind of radio. Yeah. Your start to <laughs> your future. For, rel- rel- um, reliving my past and future. And oh, yeah. man. So, okay, so you have watched The Bachelor. We talked earlier. You said you've watched since you thought Sean Lowe's season with your mom. Yeah, probably before, but, like, that's the first one I really remember watching with my mom. Okay, and they're still married? Yeah, that was one of the few successful seasons. Do you follow him on Instagram by chance? Yeah, I follow him and his wife, and they're, like, three kids. They're so cute. I think he is hilarious. Yeah, he always posts like like my favorite child and stuff yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah, I think his sarcasm is totally my kind of humor, and I just think it's I think it's so funny when he posts about his kids and favoring one over the other, and just in general. Yep. That one time he posted about something about Catherine leaving him, and he was like, "Well, I thought, I, did you see that one? I thought I'd come on here and let you all know that Catherine's leaving me, and blah 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 blah." And he went on, and he had me hook, line, and sinker, and then all of a sudden she was in the background. She's like, "Oh my God, it's for two days." Or yeah, like that. <laughs> that's so funny. Anyway, um, so tell me first. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Like, what, what, how old, how old you are? What, what you do? Um, I am twenty years old. I'm from Northern Wisconsin, and my parents now live in the UP. Um, I go to UW Madison. I'm stud- studying kinesiology right now, so I have like another year to go, and then my goal is to be go to. Um, occupational therapy school once I graduate yeah and where where do you hope to do that at at Madison or I don't really know yeah I have to like look at programs and everything yeah it would be cool to kind of go somewhere else but who knows are you full are you full force sort of into your program by now or so yeah I went into college as a nutritional sciences major and I thought that I really wanted to do that but um, then I did this certificate. It's called um, Promoting Activities for Diverse Abilities through UW-Madison. And there's an adaptive fitness program. So you got to work with like real clients in the community who have disabilities and help them exercise. And I felt like that was super rewarding to me. So I switched my major to kinesiology last year. And so now I'm kind of just starting on that track. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So did that delay you at all in your... I might have to go like an extra semester, okay. but I, that's a, not a big deal. And yeah. I'd rather do that than do something that I'm not as passionate about. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. 
do you hope to work um like in wisconsin or do you not care moving wherever or what do you have plans for that um i would like to stay by my family but i don't think i really want to live in the up but i also think i'd like to go somewhere else for a little bit and just experience something else other than wisconsin because i've lived here my entire life yeah absolutely what how are they liking the up my my parents love it especially my dad who is the biggest outdoorsman who loves to hunt and fish in which he can do right all on our property and Mm -hmm. my mom other than having to drive 40 minutes to work loves having a little extra time off and doing like outdoors activities like hiking and going out my dad fishing or even hunting she went hunting with him one time really yeah (laughs) no I'm impressed (laughs) yeah (laughs) because my husband's a hunter too and I that is not something he's actually out there right now and it's real I don't know how it is in Madison today but it just started drizzling here and it's just not freezing cold but it's just nasty so that would be like the last place I'd want to be is in a tree stand yeah, my mom went out with two coffees in hand, bundled <laughs> up. I don't know how long she's made it, but <laughs> she at least can say that she did it one time. That's funny. That's nice. I had kind of have a funny story whenever I was, uh, when we were still living in Missouri, um, my my kids uh, always hunted too with, with their dad, with Tim. And so one time when Allie and Tyler, Tyler, who is 19 now was pretty, pretty young. And so Tim wanted to sit with him so he could like help him. But Allie was four years older than that. So at the time, now she's 23, but at the time, I don't know, I want to say she was 12 or something. And Tim said, would you, he still wanted somebody to sit with her. And I was like, okay, but like, I'm going to be of literally zero health. So he was like, that's fine. That's fine. (laughs) So I sat in this tree stand with her and a deer came by and she's like, do I, do I shoot that one? Is it big? And I'm like, I don't know. I have no idea. (laughs) Why am I here right now? I cannot believe this. So I think that was, and I didn't, she had, we had little walkie talkies and she ended up like, like with the walkie talkies contacting Tim and Tim was like guiding her through it. And I'm, I'm sitting there thinking, why am I here again? I, <laughs> but I did it one time too. So I could say yeah. I did it one time. I would go hunting, but I would only sit with my dad. Cause I was like, how do I make the decision whether to shoot the deer or not? I need someone's moral support. So like, he would be like, okay, go ahead. He'd do everything. I'd just sit on my phone until he was like, there's a deer. <laughs> Yeah, that's funny. So did you go all when you were little a lot or did you just go a few times? Uh, I like hunted all till I graduated high school and then I stopped when I went to college. But yeah, that wasn't really my thing, but it made my dad happy to go and it was fun spending that time with him. Oh, that's so So, nice. That reminds me a lot of, of Valley too, because she she hunted till she was probably 16. So not quite through high school, but um, I I think she really liked it when she was like around 10, 11 ish, 12 ish. But then past that, I think it was the same thing. I think she kind of not only did it for him, but same, like you said, like it was, it was good time with him and she knew it made him happy. And I think that's, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, golly, let's go ahead and get into, um, recapping so first I want to know in general like what so what your thoughts of of 
the Golden Bachelor and Gary and all the women. Like, how are you liking it? I I really like it. I think it's just like a new change for the whole franchise. And like, it's just different. I feel like it's more wholesome. It's not as like drama filled, which is kind of nice. You can actually see like focus on the romances that are brewing and not all of the petty drama that's going on. Mm-hmm. And I also feel like the women are all there to like build each other up. There hasn't been a ton of drama in, like within them. So like, I think that's really cool too. And I think Gary is such a sweetheart. And oh, so he deserves love so much. I love him so much. I would marry him. I feel like. <laughs> me too. Me too. Oh my God. I mean, every, everything he says to the women and this week to like the families, like everything out of his mouth is just like seems like just wise and yeah like from the heart like you don't feel like it's regular bachelors where half of it sounds canned and it's just all sounds like the same gibberish you know yeah I feel like they like have watched past seasons and just repeat those things whereas I feel like Gary and the women have so much life experience that they just know who they are what they want and like are just going for that totally and and like everyone's saying too i mean the obvious thing of or at least likely most of them aren't there for instagram followers or for fame i feel like they literally were there to find love like yeah for they're, sure they're old but- enough to be like well hell i might as well try this see if this works yeah. you know yeah i that part and it seemed to come across on tv so well that that was the case yeah, I agree. I just, yeah, they probably, half of them don't even have Instagram. So it's just like, they don't care about that. Totally. And I, even on, um, like, even like the uh, producing, like the show just seems a tad different. I mean, obviously it's the same format and everything, but they've just, I don't know, either taken out certain things or added certain things that I think just make it different. Like the one thing I love that they do, and I know it's so tiny, but to me, it just is more, so much more appealing is how they start every show with like just a teaser clip of something with no music, no nothing. And then they cut and then they, and then they just cut to starting the show. So it's left with you wondering like, Oh, what wonder what's happening there. Yeah, I feel like it's very precise and to the point, not wrapped up in all the drama. 100%. There's also, is there no night portion to the one-on-one dates, which I thought was different? That's different. And I, I wonder the same thing, but I wonder if it's not just because I don't have time to show it all. That's true, because it's only an hour right. long episode. So, yeah, that's true. I don't know if that's it or not, but it seems like it. But to me, them having this be an hour only an hour and getting everything in but me still feeling like I know the women better than I have known past contestants on past bachelor and bachelorettes almost proves that like they could make every single show only an hour really oh for sure yeah and so yeah I just think they focus on a lot of drama and they focus on that particular story for like an hour and then everything else the next hour so that's true Cause I do. And, and I, sometimes I thought, um, like I know everyone like in passing seasons would talk about, like, I, I hate, like hate all the drama. I hate all the drama. And I, I hate when it gets over and above, but 
part of me would always be like, but really, would it even be interesting to watch if there wasn't some drama? But oh, now- absolutely not. Yeah. I mean, I feel like with the young people, it is just drama. And like, <laughs> it's like not a bad thing because it is kind of interesting. It would be probably boring without it. But you're right with like now just being like focusing on the love aspect of it all. I do think it could be better. Yeah, I actually do like it without the drama. And I'll say, even when they had the little bit of drama with Kathy and Teresa, which was very much not even close to the, like, really, it wasn't even drama. It was just like, yeah, you know, 70-year-old drama. But even <laughs> even when they had that, poor Teresa, I mean, the whole time, she was just like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I'm, I don't know how many times she apologized and tried to explain yep. how she didn't mean anything by it. Whereas if that would be regular Bachelor, oh my God, they'd be going at it and they'd be defending themselves and getting offended and, you know, like just making it a thing. Yeah, for sure. I think, think, yeah, that was, that was like stupid drama, but she definitely was like, I'm so sorry. I didn't know you feel that way. It wasn't bad intentions. Yeah. (laughs) Until Kathy says zip it. And then that was it. (laughs) That that was all Gary can handle. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So did you going into, um, I don't know, even the last couple episodes, did you have like who you thought would be in this final three and is it who it, it, it is right now? I feel like I wasn't really surprised who was in the final three. I thought that these kind of like three people were the ones that I think he had like the best connection with. Yeah. And they all had a one-on-one, right? Yes. So, yeah, I felt like they had, like, the farthest connection. So were you, but except Ellen would have been the one. I mean, if it would be, like, a normal season and there would have been four hometowns, obviously Ellen would have been, like, the fourth hometown, I'm sure. But I was kind of surprised. Although I don't know who I would have picked to not be there if Ellen was there. I don't know. I I, Who do you think is going to win? I don't know. I would like to say maybe Faith. I mean, I felt like shocked me when he said that he loved her in front of the whole family. Me too. That was like nothing that had ever happened on any Bachelor, I don't think, in the past. No. And them like then making out in front of the whole family, that seemed very like very official. Yeah, totally official, but also super awkward because if my grandparents would be making out in front of me, even if my parents would make out in front of me, I'd be like, okay. That's enough. Yeah, I don't need to uh, see Yeah, that. if I ever saw my parents making out in front of me, I'd be like, yeah, no. <laughs> no. I'd just leave the room, probably. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. that was, that was, uh, yes, that totally was a first. But I have to say that, well, let's, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Let's go first to Teresa. Okay, so first, what are your initial thoughts of Teresa? I personally thought when she had her first one-on-one, first of all, that I think she had the very first one on one because they went to that diner and then they had yeah. Can't Stop Believe in Play and they all went and danced in the I loved that. I felt like I was watching a musical or something. I thought that was like the most adorable date in the world. I just that was the cutest thing ever, I thought. And it was Yeah, it was it, super fun. It felt so different than a regular like Bachelor one on one too, because it was almost like <sighs> like they were in on the joke like they were like we know this is like corny and this would never actually be a date but like let's embrace it and totally have fun and I loved it 
yeah I thought it was really good and it was like real life like the headlights wouldn't turn on and you could see how stressed he was and then they just went to a diner and had like a shake and shared it together I thought that was like really good date you got to like focus on them just talking and getting to know each other and sharing their own stories with their past spouses which is what yeah that's a good point because also I think that's the way that we get to maybe that's why we have gotten to know them better than than some of the other like bachelors because they that's true the other dates are so over the top and they're doing like whatever zip lining or I don't know crazy bungee jumping or whatever the case may be and they're not really you're not really getting to know either one of them but you you did in this one you know right yeah but anyway, I thought she, I thought she had right away after that one-on-one date, I thought, oh my gosh, I really, he seems into her. I, for a lot of this season, thought Teresa was going to be the winner. But she girl, did seem like to be ahead a lot of the se- season, I feel like. I do too. And maybe they wanted you to think that, but I don't think she, I also think it's going to be Faith. The only thing that I think would possibly the only thing that made me think it maybe isn't Faith would be because um, she was kind of, she seemed sort of resistant in, in how, and like when they were talking about how are we going to make this work? Like, where are we going to move basically? And she, to me at least, made it pretty clear that she really did not want to move anywhere. Didn't yeah. you think? Did you get I that? I agree. Okay. 100%. Cause, but I do feel like opposingly to the young people, they haven't started their lives yet. They like can go anywhere, which makes it easier in that sense, but they're not as mature. Whereas these people have their grandkids and their kids already like all rooted down in these places. I can't imagine how hard it would be to move. So like I can see her perspective in that situation. That's true. That That is true. That's just a completely different point in your life where you and if you don't obviously have a significant other then your family your kids your grandkids mean everything to you and it would take a lot for you to move so i just wonder how willing gary is to move me too because he's got the same thing i mean we know at least from what we've seen he's very close with his daughters and his grandkids as well where does he live again do you remember no i don't either i'll have to look that up because I'm what because she was in Washington, I believe Faith was right. I believe she was the one that was in Washington. So yeah, but I can't think. I'll have to Google that later. But um, but any of them really will have this. None of them. None of the other women really um talked about with him. Of course, that could have been an editing too. They he may have talked about that with all of them, and we just only really saw he and Faith talking about it. But. Yeah. But that would be the only thing that I could see that that he would be like, well, I don't really want to take her away from her family. So I don't know. I can't. I don't that, know. That's I a good point. I, I feel know. like the ones that always seem so good are always the ones that go home. Like some, yeah. like in the normal Bachelor, the one that's like this would be perfect and everything. So I don't know. I don't know either. Um, I guess we'll find out soon enough because they cleared <laughs> yeah. us this week, which which was a decent cliffhanger, but I was a bit disappointed because the one thing that I always like in um, a, a show or a season is 
because there for a while, I don't know really when it started, if it was during the COVID seasons, but they, it was always just part of the show where you just knew that you would have a rose ceremony and, and you got a rose on the show, like on the same show. They didn't cliffhanger that. And then they did that every year, every season they did that. But then all of a sudden they started with seasons where they wouldn't do that. They wouldn't even have the rose ceremony until like the next show, or they'd do what they did last night and start cliffhangering, like who gets the last rose. I didn't like that because it just felt like, I don't know. It just didn't, it didn't follow the format of the show or it just seems like incomplete somehow, or it, or it was like a letdown because then by the time you got to the next week, yeah, you were excited about who was going to get the rose, but not as quite as excited as you were the day of, you know, I don't know that might sound weird, but no, I totally agree. Even my mom and I would talk about this. She'd be like, I hate when they do this, the rose ceremony on like the next episode. I feel like just finishing and then starting the next episode fresh is like the bachelor format and should be how it is. It right. Right. Because I mean, you know, it's not that big of a cliffhanger anyway, you know, like oftentimes you, you, you probably can guess who it's going to be in this case. I really can't, but you know, oftentimes you can, and I just think it's a dumb way to cliffhanger the show. Um, but in this case, I really, I don't know. I mean, for me, I think in my head, it's easy. And I feel like Teresa's going home and faith is staying. Cause he told, obviously he told only faith and uh, Leslie that he loved them, but so it seems like the easy choice that Teresa's going home. But then I think, well, why would they cliffhanger it when probably everyone's thinking that same thing? Yeah. Or, are you thinking true. the same thing? I, I do think Teresa will go home, but you're right is that would be the perfect thing. But yeah. he kind of said, I feel like in the trailer, like, I know who it needs to be to go home. And in Teresa's hometown, one of the people said, do you love my mom or my sister or whoever? And he didn't say yes. He was like, I don't know. I don't know. I can't, I don't know how it feels to fall in love again after my wife. So he really was beating around the bush there. And in Faith's case, he was like, well, should we say it? And said, I love you. Yeah. Yeah. But do you, do you think like, uh, I don't know that I loved that part. I thought, like you said, first of all, there was, that's never been done before. And also really kudos to her sister because she was really the one that started that whole conversation. And I thought it was such a like real moment. And it's actually something I could see and hear myself saying if I was the sister, because she said something like, um, he said, I'm, I'm going to be leaving. So you guys take good care of her or something. And the sister was like, um, Oh, where are you going? Oh yeah, that's right. You still have another, uh, hometown date or whatever. Then she was like, Oh, sorry. And she goes, Oh, just skip that. You can just skip that. Like she teased him like that, which I, I thought that was like such a kind of like a normal jokey thing that a family member would say, just, you know, whatever it did also didn't seem canned or like, like the producers were telling the family every single thing to say. It felt like from her heart. And then, and then she said, you uh I can tell that you love faith right that's how it was and then faith something like that yeah and then faith goes did she just say that she said that to Gary and then he says to her 
I made, I made notes. That's why I'm, I didn't actually remember this. Then he says to her, would you say that? And then she said, I would say that. And then he said, I love you. And she said, I love you too. And I was like, oh my God, I was shocked. I was shocked by that too. I was like, oh my God, they're saying it in front of the family, which I feel like would make him make it even harder to send her home when he's like, I know I said that in front of the entire family versus just saying that to her. I feel like it makes it different. It totally makes a difference. I 100% agree that that completely makes a difference. And, but you don't think that he felt, I mean, not like literally felt pressured into it, but you didn't feel, you don't, do you think that there's any chance that he was like, oh shit, she actually can like, they actually see that. So maybe I should say it. Or do you think he truly like meant it and said it? I think both. I, he definitely wouldn't have said it if that conversation wasn't set up for him. Hey, but I I do think like knowing, kind of knowing him and like how genuine he is, like he wouldn't have been like, let's say it, if he didn't want to. Yeah, or that, he would have just kissed her and like blew it off. That's true. That's true. That, that's true. Because I really, that is one thing about Gary is I don't think that he says stuff that he doesn't mean right I think he feels really hard for these girls and he doesn't want to hurt feelings I mean he's crying at every rose ceremony totally feels bad to hurt their feelings so I can't imagine he would put faith in an even worse position to get her feelings hurt that's very true that's a good point which then for sure it's got to be faith this week and I think so but you never know it could be a shocking twist of events i think that let's see let me think let me go back to so on Teresa's date what did, did you like her family i thought they were yeah cute. i thought i thought they were super cute i felt like a lot of the families were all really like good and genuine and totally. hers as well i th- a couple notes i th- i made about Teresa's um hometown visit were um, well, first of all, the grandsons and that whole duck face uh, selfie thing was the cutest and funniest thing ever. I thought it was so cute. Yeah, super cute. <laughs> and, and I really felt like I felt like that that I don't think it it didn't feel like it was fed to them to say anything. I feel like all the things that those grandsons said seemed like like really you know, just out of the mouths of babes. Like they really, they really came up with those things, which is what made it so cute. I and agree. I, I also loved how Gary talked with all of the kids in all the hometowns. I thought it was just so endearing too. I thought that was like the best part of the oh whole episode God. was like being like, did you, lo- do you love my grandma? Like, oh, did no. you kiss her? <laughs> um. What was was it in Teresa's date where they called where one of them said, "Are you going to be our new pop pop?" I think that I don't, I don't I, remember who it was, but I do remember that, and that was I, so cute. I thought pop, I've never heard pop pop. Have you ever heard pop pop as being a grandpa? I haven't. I, but I think that's the cutest grandpa pop pop. I thought. <laughs> what, what did you call your grandparents, or what do you call your your, your grandparents? I would just say grandma and grandpa. Okay. I did too. Like growing up, it was like my grandma, grandpa, and then whichever last name. So yeah, that was the same with our family would be. Like, okay. Yeah. Uh, it, in our family. Um, so my mother-in-law is just grandma and, and before um, her, my husband's dad died, he was just grandpa. 
but my, so when Allie was little, she was the very first granddaughter in our family. And when she was old enough to talk, she couldn't pronounce grandma. So she said, Maga, that's how it came out of her mouth is Maga. And that stuck. And that's oh, what that's so she called. And that's what all my, you know, her, every, everyone, including to this day, like my, like my kids' friends call my mom Maga and she's Maga, <laughs> she's Maga and my dad is Papa. So, but I know there's like Mama and there's Papa, there's Nana, like there's so many different, but I've never heard Pop Pop. I just thought it was super cute. Yeah, that is super cute. <laughs> um, but do you know, so have you, like, do you know the whole, I'm sure if you listen to my podcast, I talk about hoojus all the time. And do you know what I'm, do you know what I refer to when I say hooju? Nope. The the run and jump. So, so. Oh, I, yep. Yeah. Yeah. The run and jump. So I was super curious if they were going to do hoojus on the Golden Bachelor. And what makes me laugh because, so. I mean, they're, they're 60 and 70. So I would totally understand if they wouldn't do hooju because a true hooju is the woman running full force at the guy and jumping up on him and wrapping her legs around his waist and like, like being way up high and kissing him and the whole deal. And I was like, I'm not sure they can do this because that takes some physical prowess, you know, like if yeah. you really think about it. And so I was so curious because I feel like that has become like a, a, you have to do this thing by the producers because it was started. I think the first, cause I listened to game of roses podcast and they keep track of so many statistics. You wouldn't believe it. And I think the first, the first girl perf- to perform a hooju was like season. I don't even know season five, maybe I don't even oh, remember wow. who the bachelor was. Yeah. It wasn't like forever, but it was like quite a while ago. And so ever since then, it seems like little by little, it's just become a part of what you do on the hometowns. Like, that's just what you do. Well, not even just hometowns, other dates, but this is the first time they showed it. So I don't know if you noticed, but Teresa started, like she ran at him and then, and then it was cute because then Gary started running towards her too, but you could, she ran pretty good, but you could tell he had like a limp <laughs> because it was like a, a, I'm going to try to run here, but I can't really do it that well. And then <laughs> Teresa gets to him and she like, I feel like once they got to the place where she's supposed to jump, she was like, uh, no, this ain't going to happen. And they just ended up like kind of hugging. Like it was, it was a non hooju but it cracked me up because I for sure think that the producers are going, okay, now this is the bachelor. So you guys have to perform this run, hug and jump thing, you know? So on your marks, get set, go, you know? Yeah. <laughs> they're just like, okay, we'll try, but we're not promising anything. I, I did notice that too. And I feel like there was, I don't know which of the other girls it was, but they did like a very modified Totally. And it was Leslie. Leslie, it was the same thing with Faith. They ran at each other and she kind of, Faith kind of jumped up on him, but her legs were just straight and she wasn't probably but two inches off the ground. But Leslie actually tried to wrap her legs around him, but her legs were like wrapped around like his thighs. (laughs) It was was kind of super awkward looking, but she tried. So good for her. (laughs) <laughs> that's yeah I thought that was so funny because I, did, I was that was like, one thing I did realize I was like oh my god they kind of like modified the jump hug and jump totally and and I and I 1000% percent 
just almost know that if it were just up to Gary and the women, they would have been like, what? You want us to do what? Are you kidding me? (laughs) We're 70 years old. No, we are not doing that. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But you say that about 70 years old. That reminds me that another thing on Teresa's date that made me laugh. I don't, again, it was so little and maybe no one else noticed it. But whenever she was talking to her sisters, um, she was like talking about how much she likes Gary and everything. And she was like, but so she's 70 and she was like, well, I'm just kind of nervous though, because like I'm, I'm competing against 60 year olds. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't notice that, but that is really funny. I was just like, oh, I just seemed like such a like a iconic statement to make because, you know, <laughs> it's not like it's not like she was saying it was like and she was totally serious. She wasn't like joking. It would be one thing if she was like, well, I'm, but I'm competing against 30 year olds. You know, that would have made more sense. But OK, you're competing against 60 year olds. Is it really that different? <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Oh, man. Um, let's see. This was, I'm, t- I'm looking quickly through my notes to see. Oh, I, this is the other thing that kind of annoyed me that it felt like they were inserting into this show and at least coming, cause I'm 52. So coming from like an older generation, at least in my world, this was never a thing, but it bugs the crap out of me that they have to focus so much on the words of, I love you. Like it has to be the, I'm falling in love with you then I love you like yep. heaven forbid you just all of a sudden say I love you that you always have to have in the bachelor world that step of first saying I'm falling in love with you before you say I love you and I think it's so ludicrous I that is one of the things I think that's one of my major pet peeves on the show because in real life I don't think that's a thing is I, it in your I age is that a thing I don't really think so. I think like if someone's just say I love you, it would be like I love you. Maybe a passing comment of like we could be falling in love, but I I don't really think that's a thing. I think that's a big bachelor thing just to make more drama. Like they said they're falling, they said yeah. they're in love. Like right. trying to create a difference between the two. Yes, 100%. And I think it and it's not a big deal, but I just think it's so funny because I thought for sure on the Golden Bachelor they wouldn't keep doing that, but to me it was very obvious that that I just really feel like they were they were told that part of it because I don't even think that the women would have thought like there had to be any I mean they might have thought like oh, I, I feel really strongly about him. Like, I wonder if I should tell him I love you. You know, like I can think of that, but I, I really can't see a, women in their 60s and 70s going through the thought process of saying, okay, should I tell him I'm falling in love with him? And then, and then one of them, and it might've been, let me see if I wrote this down. Um, yes, it was Teresa at the end of the date. Let me think. And she was, she, they were on that, um, uh, Ferris wheel. That's how they ended their date. And she was like, um, I told you, I know I told you that I'm falling in love with you, but now I want to tell you, I actually am in love with you. (laughs) It's like, okay. I, I just feel like it almost minimizes the words because, because to me, it also seems ludicrous on the show because like in their time, it was probably, you know, like 
two days ago when she, it was like a big deal that she said, I'm falling in love with you. So like, we're supposed to believe that in 48 hours, all of a sudden, magically you right now reach that point where you are officially in love now, no longer falling. You're actually in. Yeah. It definitely could be a producer thing. Like they could say the producer's like, I'm going to tell him I'm in love. And they could be like, no, no. Say you're falling in love. Wait for your hometown date. totally it It also could be that they have watched the bachelor in the past and they kind of know like i think i'm supposed to say i'm falling in love before (laughs) i'm in love so i i think it could be one of the two or both of the things you're right it's probably both i think you're right i bet i think there's some of the women that maybe didn't watch it but i think these three have or at least their families had and at least their families knew like yeah because a lot of them knew who like Trista was and yes. who like Caitlin Bristow was yeah and so in fact that yeah. one woman even even um defined Trista as her idol I was like damn yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay um but I there was also a part you know how I've talked about this on the show too where it's really bad the the bachelor does this probably every reality show does this very bad but um the the term frankenbiting do you know what that term do you know that term is that like splitting the parts together kind of yes so it's like if you if you don't see the words coming out of their mouth and you know you just like hear them saying it when they're just you know showing a scene or something you just hear it like in the background yeah. but also it's when they'll take yeah, they'll splice stuff together to make a sentence, basically. You know, it could be like Teresa saying, but you can tell because like the inflections on their voice are slightly different. So you can tell that it's not a smooth, like one sentence, like it'll be like Teresa saying, and I told Gary that I really love him, you know, or something like that. Yeah. And it's not quite that obvious, but if you listen close, some of them are. And there was one part, again, it was on that Ferris wheel. And we hear Gary say something about, he says not to Teresa, but it's like off camera or off face. And he says that he's in love with Teresa, but it was so frankenbitten that I had to rewind it three times even to see, is that what he said? Because I almost couldn't understand it. So I 100% believe that that was the producer's way of being like, okay, that's our way of telling the audience that he really did say he's in love with Teresa too, but just not to her face. And really he probably didn't say it. He, they just stuck his words together to make it sound like he said it. That, yeah, that's really interesting, which that could be part of the cliffhanger then as well is like, he told both of them, he loves them. Right. Like per the, sh- what the show thinks. Yeah, Exactly. I thought the one really cute thing on Teresa's date was um, her daughter. I thought it was one part, because I think I've almost cried in every single episode at some point. You know, maybe not sobbing tears, but I definitely was teary-eyed. But there was one part where her daughter was, um, like, in an ITM, like, saying, you know, how she really thought Gary was a great guy. And, you know, it's weird for her to kind of see her mom with someone else. But she just kind of randomly says um, that it doesn't 
because I guess um, Teresa is one whose husband died and she so she's been by herself since then. And she said something like how it doesn't change the love that she had for her dad, um, which to me was such a real moment, too, because I feel like in the in the instances with these families where like the husband died and it wasn't like a divorce or something that this is like a truly like an um a unique thing for them to go through because it's their parent and it's a parent who is obviously older and could be getting married again which is always i think kind of probably an odd thing for kids to see their parents remarry after a death of, you know, their spouse. And so they're living it out on TV and they probably do have this like little bit of a feeling like, you know, what would dad think or, you know? Yeah. I think that's what's kind of cool about the show too, is like, they don't forget that they've had pasts. Like they talk about their spouse and like Gary talks about his spouse a lot and I think like that's really cool to like show like that they were in love before and that they've like grown from that experience and are now just like looking to have someone to be with and to spend the rest of their life with again yes and I think that that yeah and I that does it makes it more real and you make it makes it feel like um I don't like what they're saying is true. Like so often, again, like referring back to past bachelors, when these women talk about like all of a sudden being so in love with these people and they've never felt this way before and blah, 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 blah. Sometimes like, you can't even, it feels like you can't even take that seriously because sometimes these girls are so young. They're just almost a little bit older than you. And for them to say, I've never felt like this before compared to these women almost feels silly because you're like, oh my God, you're because you're 23 of course you yeah. haven't felt this way before because you're only 23 years old, you know? Yeah, like, exactly. It just seems like when they say it on this show, it just is like, you just, it makes your heart like burst because you're, because they aren't saying I've never loved before, but they are saying maybe I haven't loved anyone since, you know, my wife, which Gary has said plenty of times. Yeah. And I just love that. I just think it makes it like you said, at the beginning so wholesome and, just so believable it makes yeah it's a lot more real versus versus again which we go back to is like these girls trying to just be able to stay on to be able to go or men to go to paradise or to be able to be the next bachelor or bachelorette or to even just get instagram followers like they have to stay for a certain amount of time yeah and so versus this like you can totally tell they really just want someone to like wake up and have their morning coffee with and like just to spend like those little moments with a hundred percent. I believe that too. Um, I also think it. if, I don't know if you noticed this, but um, during all of the hometowns, <clears throat> they would have, you know, when like say Gary had a conversation with whoever, a sister or brother or, or kid, whatever it was, was the case. Um, like in other hometowns, you know, you always have like the mom or dad or someone who like is kind of starts to drill, drill the whoever's the lead and they'll say you know why do you do you do you think that you love my mom in this in this situation do you what do you like about her um do you see yourself marrying her and I thought it was well first of all either Gary was just honest like you were saying earlier I think it was with Teresa um family where he said that he wasn't sure because he wasn't sure what that actually 
feels like yet. And I feel like him saying that, him saying that though about his experience is completely different than if a like a regular younger lead said that. Because I feel like if a younger lead said that, whoever was asking the question would be like, what? Well, then why do you even yeah. have him at this point? But in this case, I feel like because... I don't know. They almost like respect and look up to Gary because he, first of all, he's older and he's, you know, like he's their senior, but also because he has so much life experience that no matter what his answer, I feel like they're going to be like, Oh, okay. Fair. That's okay. I, I yeah. accept that, you know, I'd rather have someone be honest versus like on the younger bachelor. They always are like, well, I care deep, deeply for so-and-so like that is like a coined phrase that they all say if they're not like falling in love or in love yeah and it's like so like him being very honest of like I haven't been in falling in love since you know his past wife and everything is like kind of cool yeah and it's and it's respectful because you feel like that's you it feels like that even should be the case and that's always what's so weird for me because that so often in like uh, other bachelors and the hometowns, whenever they're talking to the family, the family either is like, um, like just suspicious of this whole process and are like, I don't get it how you can date all these women. And like, they're, you know, they have their guard up and they don't get it. And it's like, they almost have their defenses up about it. Or when they ask them, you know, do you love so-and-so? And if they say, it doesn't matter if they say yes or no, the family gets real defensive if the, it's not what they expect the answer to be. And they almost get like, I don't know, it, they always end up seeming to be okay. But they but there's always just that token family reaction that you get of like almost um, like being hard on the lead. But in reality, it is ridiculous that like you're going to fall in love with someone in whatever this is five weeks that they film you know and 100 yeah and it feels more real when the families are like just taking whatever gary says and just accepting it for what it is like they're not drilling him about it they're just asking the questions and it feels like they're just wanting they're just curious like how do you feel okay that's how you feel great and at least we know where you stand so you know just try not to hurt our grandma and good luck you know or whatever for know. sure. I think there's just like a lot less things to think about, like what versus when you're 20 versus 70. I mean, like when you're 20, it's like, do we want to have kids? Where do we want to raise those kids? Like all those kind of things. And when you're 70, it's like, okay, what do we just want to do for our rest of our years? Like together, like it's just us two. Are we good? Like just us two together versus like all of the big things in life that you're supposed to do when you're young yeah that's true that is true they don't have all those things the probably the biggest hurdle they have is which is a big hurdle i guess where where are they gonna live yeah yeah Yeah. but you're right they don't have all that other stuff And, and probably most you know in most cases they're even just like just kind of in the forefront of their careers and all of that they have all of that stuff and all of yeah, these versus are, now they're probably they're like retired. retired yeah so totally yeah it does um, make a big difference totally that's really true um 
who I'm assuming I haven't heard any official word, but I'm assuming that they're going to have a golden bachelorette. Uh, who do you have any hopes? Who do you would like to see do that? Um, I would really like, like maybe like Leslie, if she didn't get picked, I think yeah. she's super beautiful yeah. and like would just be kind of like that, like a uh, bachelorette, but I do like Teresa as well. And I do think like, she could be liked by a lot of the fans. Uh-huh. So it really just depends on who they pick. I don't know. Do you have a idea I do. And I, I know they will never pick her because she probably, well, I don't know. She got a decent amount of screen time. I loved Susan, who was the Kris Jenner lookalike. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I loved her. I thought, like, I wanted to be friends with her. She seemed so fun. She seemed so, like... She was so sweet to Gary and so understanding. She was never like petty about anything. She was always the one that was fixing all the women's hair before their day. And I don't know. She just seemed like she would be fun to watch like on that. I hate to use this word because it's so overused that journey. <laughs> I can't <laughs> believe I just said that. <laughs> but she feels like she would be fun to watch as the bachelorette, but I don't know if they'll reach back that far. I have a feeling they will pick one of the top three to be it, but I think she would be fun to watch. Yeah. I um, think any of them would be good. Like you no, just know they're all there for love. And totally. Like- it would just be fun. I'd love to see all of the older men like fighting for the woman. I think that would be hilarious and so fun to watch. So I do hope that they do like a golden bachelorette. I do too. I- I'm very curious to see how that all plays out. And I also just wonder if this will at all affect anything that they do differently on the regular bachelor. I, I, I really wish they would cut it down to an hour, but I bet they won't do that because I'm sure ABC has had this time slot, the two hour time slot set aside for The Bachelor for, well, 20 years now. So they probably won't, but I, I almost wish they would do that. It would be much easier to only set aside one hour every Monday oh, or whatever. Yeah. It's like a lot when you get to hour two, it's like, all right, like when's this going to be done? Or setting the one hour is like a perfect amount of time. It is. Like, yeah. And we, and we were, I was worried we wouldn't be able to get to know the people very well, but we have because they cut out all like the crap really. And they just gave us the stuff that let us get to know the people and there was no drama. So that was completely eliminated, which you're right. Probably is half the show. Literally at least half the show Mm -hmm. is the drama stuff. Right. Um, so, okay. Well, I don't know. I mean, we didn't really cover we didn't really cover Leslie's date, but I don't, her date. Did you, did you realize that both of the other, the first two women's dates were two like segments long, like segment commercial segment, but um, uh, Leslie's was only one. Hers was short. Yeah. We were watching it. So, I mean, I liked her family. I thought it was good. I, I really kind of was surprised that he did tell two women he loved him. I really didn't think he would do that. I didn't think so either. I felt like that was going to be one thing from him again to like just not hurt people's feelings more. Exactly. But but that could also be very producer pushed like true. Say it. Say it. Like yep. if you're feeling it. That's so, true because and he actually even said that to Leslie. He said something to the effect of um someone <laughs> he said someone told me, maybe he went a producer. He said someone told me that if you 
ever feel like you love someone, don't miss the chance to tell them or something. So yeah, that's what maybe that's we're, we just we just solved that. A producer told him that nobody wise, and <laughs> it was just a yeah, producer, right producer. <laughs> probably. <laughs> um, I'm also kind of more than any other women tell all. I mean, those are usually kind of entertainment to entertaining but kind of not because they always end up in a screaming match it feels like and I can't ever even hear what anyone's saying because they're just screaming at each other constantly I think this women tell all is going to be so fun to watch I think so too because I feel like they got like nothing to lose in like a weird way either like where these girls are like oh my god am I ever gonna find my husband like these ladies are all like content with their lives and they're like done everything that they feel that they need to do and are just looking for someone to settle down with for the rest of their life and so I think they're all just like they all want that for each other and they all totally understand the life that each other has lived so like they just are really like uplifting to each other and that you could see that they really became friends I mean playing like never have I ever with each other my god that was hilarious yeah so funny I thought that I loved that did you feel that too? Like, um, I mean, I know that all the women that come off of the show all the time do, cause just cause you see it on social media and everything, how good of friends they make and everything, but they displayed that on this show more than any other show ever is that. And I think that's part of the reason we got to know the women is because we got to see them interacting with each other in the mansion. Yep. And they don't really do that on the other bachelor. They only really show drama within the mansion. Yes, and I don't exactly. feel like there was a lot. So I think they like showed those like fun times of cooking together or playing games or chit-chatting just about anything. And they weren't like all just focused on like they, of course they were like, oh, did you get time with Gary and all those things, but really got to know each other too as well. Totally. And I, and, and you know, though, that in a regular season, if they would just pick and choose, they have that footage too. They just choose yeah. to show us the drama footage. They just choose not to show us the fun footage. And I just think that's a mistake because I just think you get to know people better when you're watching them casually be around each other instead of this force pushed drama. I, you don't get to know them. You just feel like they're a bitch or something like you're like, yeah. they're not nice. You know, I wish I they would show more like what they put in the last like funny segment yes. or in the bloopers. I wish yes. that was more of like a focus of the house, like filming time. Me too. Me too. Totally agreed. Um, all right, well, let's jump. We've already been talking an hour. So <laughs> um, <laughs> let's jump to the Bachelor in Paradise. But um, I'm going to, like we talked yesterday, let me, I'm going to end this and then resend you a link because we're almost at an hour. So okay, I'll just, good. okay, talk to you in a bit. Hi again. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so one of the things I always say since Golden Bachelor started is I think that it is to the detriment of Bachelor in Paradise that it follows such a good show because it makes it even seem worse. Like It does. It's like torture. Yeah. It makes it seem so petty. There's so much drama with all of the young people from the parad- like Paradise scene of things versus, like, obviously, Golden Bachelor. So it's like... Yeah, it is like a thing, like going from so wholesome and sweet to like just all of them fighting on the beach. 
And that seems like that's literally all it is. Yeah. I mean, it felt it, like in, in prior seasons, have you watched pretty much all the, the Paradises then? Yeah. yeah. So don't you feel like in earlier seasons, the reason that I always liked Paradise more is because it felt like it was more lighthearted and they were like funny. They were funny in ways and they had drama, but it didn't feel like it was all drama. It just also felt like you could tell that they were having fun too. But now I feel like everyone just literally fights all the time. I think the toughest part is like, they don't, yeah, they don't focus on the love aspect of paradise. Very seldom do they ever like show the people that are like good and content in their relationship. Like they, they get no airtime. Exactly. You get to the end and you're like, I forgot they were even on the show. Like (laughs) that's Blake and Jess until they had issues. They never showed Blake and Jess. That's true. That is true. And so they focus more on drama aspect. Which is literally like, it's literally not the point because it's it's like two ideals that conflict because on the one hand, you feel like they're all coming back to paradise because they want, because they, again, this, we're talking about the younger, ki- like ki- I say kids, kids now, but they come on for probably more fame and more followers um, so that they can have another round on the bachelor. But like, so if they are, so, so that's technically quote unquote, not for the right reasons as they all so like to say, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but if they are there for the right reasons and they are, but they're also wanting additional followers, but they do find someone they love. They aren't even getting the airtime to get the followers anyway. So it's really, the show is, is you're right. Isn't promoting love. Because they don't get no, the airtime. You kind of have to be a little bit of drama to get the airtime. It is it's almost like you'll, you'd have to work out on the side with whoever you're with. Like, okay, we're going to end up together, but I'm yeah. going to, you know what I mean? Let's pretend to like other people just right. for the drama. Yeah. <laughs> yep. um, I, now for me, the first, so this was episode six, the first three episodes were for me terrible. Like I, I, it was almost like torture for me to sit through all the I couldn't wait this time seemed to just tick by because I just wanted it to be over with now like last week episode five I thought was the best episode so far now I feel like they backpedaled again and I thought this episode was kind of not good again I feel like this so far has been like the worst season of paradise. Ugh, it's been terrible. But don't yeah. you think it really is part in our heads, like not realize, like because it's following Golden Bachelor and we're subconsciously comparing the two while we're watching it? Totally. It totally could be. Or both. Like, yeah. Yeah. Just a lot, a lot of drama that just is so petty that it's not worth it. Like, you know, you're all on the beach, you're all going to date each other. It sucks to watch other people date each other, but it is what it is. It's the show. Like, yeah, it's, it's the whole point of going on Paradise. You literally know that's why what's going to happen when you accept to go to Paradise. Yep. What? So. so, okay. So it's always hard to recap this because, first of all, they... One thing I think they do a lot more, and I almost feel like it's because they're really reaching for sort of storylines and stuff, but um, they, like, recap things and like like review things to us so much on this season that again i feel like it's 
half an hour is wasted on us being like, you know, they come back from a commercial and they have one of the players that's in an ITM saying, okay, so these are the couples now. And they go through who yep. all the couples are again. I'm like, I know I was here on the previous, I know I saw them together. You don't have to recap it for me. I get it. You know, yep. like they just are wasting time and filling the minutes with stuff that's so unnecessary. Um, who, but it, it, besides that, it's just hard to recap. So like, I want to go person by person sort of or couple who, what, what are your thoughts on Kat? Did you first, did you like her on, let's see, she was on Zach season. What were your, her opinions on Zach season versus like now? <clears throat> I feel like she was a big part of drama on Zach's season too, but I, I'm not loving her on paradise. I feel like she's being very hypocritical. The fact that she was with Brayden, I think it was like the first few episodes. And then that other guy came on and she was like, Nope, I'm done with Brayden. And then he went on another date and now she's like mad at him when it's like, (laughs) they kind of did the same thing. Totally. Yes. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think it's unnecessary drama, but I I don't know. Maybe she's just desperate to stay on or just really wants to find love that much. I think think it's a little of both. I, I don't know. I don't think she cares about the love, honestly. I think that she... Well, first of all, I think she's probably a little bit being done dirty by the producers. Like, I oh, feel like a hundred percent. Yeah. They decided Kat's going to be our villain this season. And they are, even though I know the stuff that she's saying, she actually is saying. So, you, you, I mean, you can't deny that. But I feel like they're spinning her to be worse. Because what I always think is interesting is you know, they'll show her like ranting and raving on her ITMs and just being like going crazy and seeming like a lunatic. But then like, you'll cut to commercial and you'll come back and they'll just like show, be showing people sitting around and talking or something. And she's always in a group with people and everyone always seems to like her, you know, like it doesn't feel like people don't in general like her on the show so if she was truly being how they're making her seem you would think that she would you know like people be keeping their distance from her almost um i don't know i mean who knows how that actually goes down but i just think that she's being done dirty by the producers a little bit for for sure because when they're only showing her and only showing her ranting parts that make us be like oh my gosh get her off my screen we need someone else versus like there's so much other stuff going on like just people who are actually like finding love talking that they're not even showing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess it, I guess it, you know, she adds entertainment to the screen, but it's too much for me. Like I, I don't need to see her 50th rant on, you know, my TV screen. I'm just like, at this point, I, I get it. She's, and, and, and definitely they are making her seem hypocritical and like, I know they've made that point to be like, if, if Kat doesn't get her way and it's not Kat's way, then it's no way. And she, you know, isn't given people like time to even explain themselves or, you know, she's never wrong basically is how they're portraying her. Oh, for sure. And making it seem like 
it's wrong for her to start talking to John Henry when she has every right to explore it and he has every right to go back. But then like showing Olivia kind of talking negatively about Kat really does make like a negative point of view, but it's like, it's paradise. She has every right to go talk to him and maybe he would like her more. Right. Which is so true. But then it cracks me up on the other hand where it feels like it was just an hour before and she was like so upset and like crying. Well, I guess it was the day before. It's her birthday and she's crying and she's so upset about the whole thing. And then it's like snap of a finger. All of a sudden she's over it and she's after John Henry. So it does make it seem like that. Yeah, for sure. But that also could be producing like never showing her being like, he's cute. I kind of like him. And now being like, it's my shot. Yep, exactly. So, So yeah. Yeah. And so you said, mentioned Olivia's name. What, what, how, what do you think of her? I, I like her when she's like with John Henry. I don't really like appreciate the negative stuff about other people. I think like, if you like him and he likes you, it'll work out. If not, not, I don't know. I feel like she was a big drama from the beginning with yeah. Will. Was it Will? I don't even know. who. It yes, was. it was Will. It was Will. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. I just feel like she doesn't quite understand that paradise. Everyone's going to be kissing everyone. Everyone's going to be dating everyone. Like, you're not exclusive with this person. It seems like that's a common denominator, though, on Bachelor in Paradise always is that. Of course. yeah. Everyone forgets that, you know, like literally everyone it's it's like that's really the whole premise is oh I'm with so and so for two days but oh they went on another date oh my gosh how dare they go on another date with somebody I really thought we had something special yeah. again which is ludicrous because it's been like a day or two you know and 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 as you said to start this whole thing that's literally what paradise is so it seems sort of redundant that they they take this angle with like every single relationship when someone starts dating someone I think the only person that I truly so far on this season feel like they are and and they're not even necessarily okay with it but they handled it better than anybody else is Rachel oh Rachel was a queen when he was like she was like you don't have to talk to me it's okay yeah I'll see you when you get back no big deal totally yeah and I feel like she really meant that. I mean, I, I feel like she was probably like a little hurt. Of but I mean, you're upset. I mean, yeah. I mean, I would be like, oh, I wish I could spend the day with them versus right. them being gone. But I think she understands like I'm on paradise. Like, yes. You have to go do what you want. And if you want me, you'll come back to that. Exactly. And I think she realizes too, like literally our date was just yesterday. So it's not like we have this long term like committed relationship 100%. so i think that's what she meant like you don't have to come talk to me like sure yeah that was she was a queen there i totally agree i and i also feel like um rachel and i don't when i say has been done dirty by producers i don't mean like she's getting a bad edit but i personally think now i will say i did not i was not a big rachel fan during her season um i preferred Gabby over Rachel if you were going to compare the two because I thought I thought that Rachel came across as being like such a powder and so whiny about every little that's how they portrayed her at least maybe they did her dirty during her season but I just didn't care for her I will say that since her season I've heard her on numerous podcasts and 
just how she has portrayed herself on this show. I have a complete 180 opinion turn of her. I like her now. And I think she seems way more real than she did on her season. Um, I felt like on her season, after seeing her now, I'm wondering if on her season, she didn't have to feel like she just had to put up some kind of a, like I'm the, like a bachelorette front. Like I have to be a certain way or something. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like she's really like, shown her on paradise versus like the bachelor i follow her on instagram and i don't i didn't really like her during her season either but i think i agree through instagram and like listening to other podcasts i think i really was like oh okay i kind of do like her and i think she shared that like she got like a breast reduction in between this time before paradise and how like she felt really uncomfortable in her skin And so I now feel like maybe she just feels like I am so comfortable with myself and like feels beautiful and like all of those things. So like maybe that kind of has turned around her personality as well. Yeah, maybe. And maybe she's just, yeah, I think the comfortability in her skin is you hit that spot on. I think maybe when she went on The Bachelorette, she wasn't truly comfortable in her skin for several reasons. And maybe actually being on the that show, like, I don't know, changed her a little bit. And she, you know, felt more comfortable too. Just yeah, being in this situation. But I personally think that her being a lead because they it's not very often that they have leads come on to I think the only time they've done it in the past was Becca Becca. Kufrin yeah yeah and they I thought she got quite a bit of airtime I don't think they're giving Rachel enough airtime I don't think (laughs) this sounds weird to say but I don't think they're treating her like the queen that she is she was a bachelorette I feel like she should be getting a ton of airtime I think she'd be she should be treated special <laughs> but yeah the other thing that I thought was so weird is both when Hannah Brown came down and then now this past episode where Charity came down and I and I know this isn't the focus maybe this is just me but like it seems like once you're a bachelorette I've always heard that they have like a group chat together like all these leads like they you know every time there's a new bachelorette they add a add a person to the chat that becomes a new lead and that they had this own sort of like sorority you know of being the leads and like it feels like they should have acknowledged it somehow and Hannah I know Hannah Brown's probably one of the most famous bachelorettes but still like I felt like those two should have like had a conversation or something or when Charity came down they made it seem like um, oh my, like she was the biggest celebrity in the world. I mean, she came on the steps yeah. and you would have thought it was Taylor Swift, you know? I mean, they were like, <laughs> yeah. they were ooing and awing over her. Yeah. And, 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 and I was like, well, Rachel's right here. She's on the beach with you. She was a lead just a few years ago. Why are, why is charity this like God that you're worshiping? I just, that is very true. Like, I think, yeah, when Hannah, it was like, oh my God, it's Hannah Brown. And yeah. oh my God, they were like, I think someone even used the word like starstruck when charity yes. came down and it's like, I, I never even thought about that, but like, you're right. Like Rachel was the same thing as them. Like, yeah. Yeah. It, it was, I just, I just, that bugs me because I feel like Rachel should be looked at like more than just another contestant because honestly, because really besides her and Blake, I feel like, 90% of the other people on the show are people that I almost forgot who they were. 
Oh, same. Yeah. I mean, they're one night or they're night oneers where they went home on night one or they were, I don't know. They're unless they were just on charity season, like Sean, for instance, I mean, and Brayden, we knew, we knew them because we just, well, you didn't watch it, but like, if you watch charity season, you knew them. And so, but that's the only reason you knew them. Otherwise I probably would have forgotten about those guys too. They're just not, it seemed that that that's another thing with bachelor in paradise. It used to be like all the superstars of the prior seasons. Now it feels like they're only bringing in like the has-beens of the prior seasons. Yep, I agree. I, I wonder what that is too, because I do feel like there is a lot of night wonders. Whereas before it was kind of a joke, like grocery store, Joe was the only night wonder kind of yeah. thing. Yes. It, if it was a night wonder, it would be like, Oh my gosh, like it was a big deal. So yeah. now a, a lot of people like being the first or second week gone home. It's like, we don't know you. We haven't like seen your character development in the totally. past. So totally. we have no, like, I don't know, want you to find love versus like, the stars in the past who got sent home that were like rooting for them. We, we don't know you to root for you. Exactly. You have no investment in caring about what happens at all. Yeah. So true. It really is. And there's a lot of them. I mean, then, then we have the girl that came in Sam last episode. Um, that was from, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's from BAP Canada. And we literally saw her like for maybe a total of 21 seconds on this past episode. Like, she didn't even have screen time on this past episode. I mean, a little tiny bit, but so what was the point of bringing her on? Like, I don't get that. I don't understand. Yeah. I feel like that's a power move too, to bring someone from Canada, but then, For sure. right, but right. But then not to show them. It's like, what, why did you bring them on then? Uh, and I actually liked her when she came on. I thought she was funny and I, She's 34, so I thought, okay, maybe someone that's a bit more mature, and I thought she had some really, like, witty lines and seemed like she could add something. So I actually was like, okay, like, I could maybe get into her. Well, so much for that, because I didn't even show her this episode, so... Yeah, sometimes I forget even certain people are on the beach. It's totally. like, they'll show them, like, eating breakfast, and I'm like, I have not seen that person since episode <laughs> three. Yes, totally. I think that kind of is with... Which I don't mind this, because I don't really... I care for either one of them that much, but is um, Kylie and Avon like, oh, yeah. I mean, they're fine. I, they're either, neither here nor there, but like, they really don't get much. I mean, because they're still together, like you said earlier, and we just, we, they're, they're getting along too well for them to make a uh, TV. Yeah. Um, let's see. What else was I going to say about what do you think of Braden? Because you did not watch Charity Season. So he was a real controversial figure on Charity Season. I don't know if you heard any of his history. But... I didn't. I think he's a really interesting person. Like, he's kind of quirky and weird, but also, like, very, I feel like, comfortable in himself and being, like, weird and different. But I feel like he's been a guy that's, like, been with a lot of girls kind of yeah. on the beach, <laughs> which is interesting. It is interesting, but it kind of feels like what he might be like in real life. I don't know, <laughs> not yeah. to judge or anything, but I feel like he might be a little bit of a player in real life. He definitely could be. That seems like his, what would be like talking to a new girl at the bar every night. Right. So on charity season, they tried to make him the villain. And I, I mean, probably in all the episodes, I mean, in all the seasons that you've watched, you'll, you understand when I say that 
sometimes they make villains where you literally hate them. Like you, they really do a good job of making them the villain because you can't stand them. Like I, the, the, the example that always comes to mind for me is, um, Shanae. Oh yeah. Do you remember her or was that? Okay. So she was truly made a villain. I mean, she got, I heard all kinds of hate on social media and stuff because they really made her like a villain that people hated, but then they'll have people that are villains that you can't help but sort of love because they're just, I don't know, you just love to hate them because they're funny or whatever the case may be. That was Brayden. And he was, they tried to make him the villain or he definitely was supposed to be the villain of the season, but because like he, you know, the, the earrings like that, of course was a thing on, like they would make jokes about it and everything is that his earrings got bigger and longer. It seemed like with every episode and he always had, <laughs> he always, always had a scarf on in there. I mean, there was memes about that kind of stuff all the time, but he, I loved him the whole show. Like, I, like they were, they were trying to, cause he was um, always telling charity like from the beginning, he would tell charity, like, um, you know, like, I really like you and I'm really into you and everything, but it's just like weird for me to, um, you know, you to be going out on a date with another guy the next day. And he would, then he would follow up by saying, I get, I get it. I know that's why I came on the show. And he would admit that like, cause that's what everyone will say. Well, you knew what you were getting into, but he would just literally say that he'd say, I, I get that that's but I just didn't, you know, I didn't know what it would be like till I'm here and I'm not lying. It's just kind of hard. And he would be like totally upfront about all that with charity. And then he would talk about that with the guys. And then he got this reputation as like being there for the wrong reasons and blah, 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 blah. But he was also super colorful in his, like his ITMs. Like he was always being like super goofy or cutting one liners that were pretty funny and anyway so like the guys supposedly hated him which I still don't believe that they did I believe that that was kind of a produced thing too but he was I loved him I thought he was so good and I knew he had to go to paradise because he would add something to paradise and sure enough he's kind of getting his redemption arc on paradise I I I know until he pissed off Sean the other was that last week when he went for Becca and Sean was mad at him because he said it was like a bro code or something. Yeah. Um, so he and Sean were like rivals on charity season. And so then they get on this show and up until that episode, they were totally friends with him and, you know, cool with him and all that. Um, Aaron B also was another person on charity's season. That was like, a. uh, supposedly hated Brayden and they were also rivals and on this show you know they come across as practically being best friends so um anyway that's sort of his like and and so even though he like I didn't want him because I kind of liked him with Rachel and he went on this date with well she was a night one or two I I don't remember her name even Becca I don't Becca I think I think it's Becca okay I like didn't want him to go on the date. I wasn't like mad at him because <laughs> I just no. like him. I kind of think he's like what you said is so true. He's so quirky and like, but he is seems totally comfortable with it. And he's like that way. Like, like genuinely, he's not just trying to be like that for TV. Like he just really like that. Mm-hmm. 100% agree. So I do like him and I, 
I don't think he'll, I'm almost wondering if there's going to maybe Kylie and Avon, but I'm wondering at this point, if anyone's going to end up like getting married, quote unquote. The only people I can see right now would be like Kylie and Avon, obviously like Aaron B and Eliza are newly on the rocks. So I don't know. What did you, what did you think of that whole thing? To me, that was one of the most absolute produced moments I've seen, well, for sure on this season so far, with all the irony of at the exact moment that Eliza is, like, frustrated because she's getting, like, a weird, confusing story from Aaron B. And she literally says the words, I just wish Charity would come down here because she's the only one that could fill in the blanks. And then, voila, Charity walks down the steps. I'm like, come on. I know. I was like... (laughs) shocker like yeah oh I'm really surprised (laughs) yeah I think I don't know like I know a lot of people think I didn't watch this or that season but like that he went on the show and he had a girlfriend or he was cheating on one of the girlfriends or whatever but yeah I don't know I think people forget that like everyone's not perfect just because they're on the bachelor and if they find like one imperfection in you that makes you terrible for the rest of your life like no one can make a mistake right and even if he did go on the show with a girlfriend though not right your chances of ending up with that one person is so slim right that like i mean what are the odds that you're gonna end up with them very low and so, very low of course you're going on the show to become instagram famous if i went on the show i would go on the show to become instagram famous and i can just do stuff from my house for the rest of my life and be making millions right exactly i i don't understand why people are so like it's so taboo to talk about like oh yeah i'm talking to someone before i came on the show but i was like i'm gonna go on the bachelor let me get a few instagram followers and then i'll come back and we can hang out again i mean and if they fall in love they fall in love and you go back and say like hey i ended up meeting someone i really did like on the show Right. I, I don't get why it's so taboo. And I think the show makes it that bad, but it's like everyone has had lives before. And like, how are you going to know that you're going to meet someone right before you go on? You sign up like months in advance. Totally. So, it's no, it's no different than if someone was kind of seeing someone and they went on a dating app and got a match and maybe went on a date with them too, just to see like, it's no different. It's, I mean, yeah. okay, it's a little bit different, it's, but it's, it's, it's same concept. If I was seeing someone and I, they called me, the producers called me and they're like, you can be on The Bachelor. I'd probably be like, hey, I got this opportunity to be on The Bachelor. I'm not going to give that up. So let's talk when I get back and we'll see what's going on. But then everyone would turn that into like, oh my God, she was talking to someone before she went on the show. It's like, uh, yeah, I didn't like ward off men for the three months while I was waiting. Like... <laughs> I, I don't know. It no, I I mean I one thousand percent agree with you and I and I talk about that all the time too on the podcast because I it, it is and you're right, I do think it's in big part the show because like they anyone like remember the paradise where Brendan and uh, Piper whatever it was. Yeah. When they made them like, oh my gosh, they were they lost like hundreds of thousands of followers from people because they actually talked yep. about Instagram on the show. And I was like, what? Why yeah. is that so bad? I don't, I was so confused why they were so 
vill- I thought that was crappy too of the show really to do that to them. And no, it's, it's so true. And I think more and more, I still don't think it's what it should be, but I think they might be getting a little bit better with it. Um, because of like, I mean, I listen to Nick Biles podcast a lot and he, he's one of them that actually will say that he'll be like, I don't, you know, like you have a life before you go on the show. Of course they've dated people and maybe they, it's, they say just exactly what you have said. You know, he said that like, so what if he dated someone right before in the show? And he admits too. he goes, I didn't go on the show to find love. I went on the show for the opportunity of it. And if I found love, great. So I think, yeah, as long as you're open to like, if I find love, I find love. But like, if a guy came on and I was the bachelorette and he was like, yeah, honestly, I'm here for Instagram followers. I'd be like, thank you for being honest because me too, you know, like, yeah, let's, let's go on these dates and get to know each other. And if we're not meant to be, we're not meant to be exactly yeah because you're right you have one in 30 chance really of even ending up with that person to begin with and right even if you do we know what the statistics are of even you're you staying together anyway you know it it's it's ludicrous it really is and i, I think and so, your best shot is to get on paradise to be able yes. to meet someone so Agreed. like yeah i don't know and the, I think Paradise by far has the highest percentage of couples that have stayed together, like yeah. by leaps and bounds. Um, sure. But I think for them to bring Charity down to villainize Airbnb is really also crappy of the producers. I think. Yeah, I, I just, I'm not really I, a fan of them bringing down the old Bachelorettes. Other than like Rachel or Becca, who is there to date, that's different. Right. I'm just not of a fan of like the Hannah B segment. I love Hannah B, but I was like, this is kind of dumb. I get you're trying to make um, like drama. I just don't love them coming down. Like they should be spending time with their person. They're already together with someone. Like, I don't know. Totally. And didn't you think that was so stupid with Hannah Brown? I mean, we all follow Hannah Brown. We all know she just got engaged not long ago. And the whole them trying to make like, us believe that she was down there to date I was like what are you doing I mean I was yeah I, I was know. more like what are you what what are you doing here because I I know you're engaged to someone that's exactly right I'm like you just made a post about getting engaged yeah, yeah. So, uh and this was filmed like months ago so what what are you doing here and it, I didn't even think it brought that much drama no it didn't but the, but the fact that really the only reason she came on was to start drama I mean I know she wasn't there I know the producer it was about the producer starting drama but that whole segment was about trying to start drama with the people and I was like why why can't just, we yeah. instead of watching her come down there and start drama why don't you let us see all these people like having fun somehow on the beach like you know that time that they had that conversation and they, they do this almost every season where they have like two girls watching all the guys like playing football or working out or something. And they're sort of like judging them, you know, like, oh, what do you think? You know, mm-hmm. what do you think of him? Like, I feel like that's fun and funny to watch, you know, because it's just them being like lighthearted. It's something that maybe two girls would be actually doing, you know, in real life and stuff like that. But instead, they bring Hannah Brown down to stir crap up and... It just was so dumb. I hated that part. I just that did was not really like that. dumb. It felt like middle school to me. Like totally. it was so awkward. It was like 
Eliza, who do you like if you weren't with him? Like, who would you want to kiss? Like, it's like, that's so cringe. It like, is. Yeah. It is. It was so dumb. And the questions were also, you're right, they were so cringe and they were so awkward. Like, yeah. I just would have said, I'm not answering that. Like, <laughs> it was just the same thing with that stupid truth box that they had a couple episodes ago. Oh, yeah. I was like, yep. why? I don't even know what this means, first of all. It's so, such a forced, it was so forced in there that I, I, I just, ugh, I just wanted to fast forward it. And then, of course, we have to talk about the poop, stupid poop <laughs> plot line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, why? Funny. I mean, I don't get why they gave it so much airtime oh, because she left yeah like it wasn't this amazing story that like oh my god she took the laxative and she was able to go but it was like (laughs) no she went home so like why were we wasting our time on that segment it was so much i i and they had that stupid like countdown clock for when she would have to leave yeah (laughs) Yeah. to sunrise I even thought that maybe that where they were going with that, and if they would have done this, it actually would have made it a little better for me. But I thought for sure that Aaron S was going to leave with her and See, just that be like, be different, you but know? He stayed, yeah. And the poor doctor who had to be filmed on there to talk <laughs> about that—I felt really bad for him. You should ask her mom if she'd be willing to do that next episode. <laughs> <laughs> I should. My mom would probably be like, "Heck no." I mean, it was the stupidest, like, yes, because there was no ending. And then we even had to get an update, like, that next episode where Jesse at the rose ceremony was like, oh, and just as an update, you know, basically Sam still hasn't pooped. And I was like, oh, my God, do we? <laughs> yeah. Not that I don't care. Like, the poor girl, I do feel for her. But I really I had just forgotten about the whole poop storyline. And now it's all in my head now. Like, Good for her for embracing it. But also, like. Now anyone see you, you'll be like, oh my God, you were yeah. the poop girl. Yes! Like that is what you are known for now. <laughs> so yeah. It's horrible. Don't that's you... something that's so personal in a oh, way. Oh my God. So personal. That and... it's like, I don't and... know if I was like, I would probably be like, this, I, no, this is a medical thing. I will not talk about it. On... I would cry. I don't too. You think too that the producers were like, like okay we're gonna film this i know this is really awkward for you we won't even show that much but you know we have to show that we have to do this because this is kind of a big deal for you so we have to film it and don't you think in her head she was probably like okay like please please only show this for like 10 seconds and then they have a whole freaking episode about it don't you think she was just dying she had to be mortified I don't follow her on social media. I don't either. I should have just for that time period to see like what she was saying on her social media when that aired. I totally think that because of it, at the very least, she should have like Xlax or somebody like sponsor her and pay her like millions because she deserves something for That's being the true. poop girl. If she's going to yeah. be the poop girl, she might as well get paid for being a what pooper. What an ad opportunity at <laughs> right. this point. Totally. Oh my God, that was just the worst. I, I, that was with, that was part of those first three episodes where I was like, what is happening to the show? I don't, I don't even know what's happening. It's terrible. Um, okay. Lastly, cause we're going on a really long podcast right now. <laughs> 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 lastly, I want to know what you thought about, um, the whole Jess and Blake thing, because I like Blake 
are I didn't like him at first when he was like on Tasha's and um what's her name? Claire season. I was just like an eh, like person, but I've evolved to like him. And I also think that he is kind of I don't know. I liked Jess too, but I don't like how she's handling this whole thing. Cause I feel like she wasn't feeling it with Blake and he was super understanding about it to her. I thought he was. And yeah. then, and then he's like, well, okay, if you're not into me, then I'm going to go ahead and go on a date. And I guess she was somewhat understanding about it, but it was like, just now that she realizes she maybe can't have him, now she wants him. And I'm like, okay, honey, he's been there the whole time for you. So I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. I feel like it's like tough. I don't know if she is feeling it. And then she got upset because like, she's not his only option anymore. And like, or kind of like, finally, like you see someone that's going on a date and you're like, wow, you know what? I really do like them. I don't know, but they obviously they never got that much airtime. So it's hard to say like how much happened in their relationship. But the only thing I will say is I, I kind of would ship like Jess and Tyler. I kind of thought they were cute. No, I agree. I do agree. And I actually wish that Blake and Rachel would get together. I feel like they're both, Blake is very mature. That's the vibes that I get from him. Me too. Is like, he knows what he wants. Like he's very like emotionally like in tune with himself and is like cool with sharing his emotions. Yeah. And so like, I do agree. Like, they both just seem, like, kind of both very, like, know-what-they-want kind of people. And Jess just seems so young. Yeah, I agree. And Tyler's young, too. And so yeah. you're right. I, I do think – and I do – I agree. I do think they go together good, too. I mean, just – I don't know. When you look at them together, they seem like they're pretty cool. So I – but I feel sorry for Blake. I guess I – let's see. Who did he – Oh, he was with Genevieve, that new one. I forgot about that. Yeah. And they seemed to have an okay time together. Yeah, he seemed like he liked her. They kissed on the date. Right. But so, it's getting so late. Like, I wonder... It does seem like there's not many strong couples yet. No, I, where I, most I of the time, this is the time that people are like, no, I won't go on a date with you. No, I won't. Like, I'm closed off. Yes, right. Totally. I okay so if I'm if I'm thinking about it right we would have and if there's going to if the if both of the shows are going to end at the sa- like the same week we would have this coming week is the um women tell all for golden then I would guess would I guess they're going to do overnight fantasy suites I've heard that they are so let's say that's the week after that and then would be the finale so there's three more weeks yet um I would assume of both shows. So, I mean, they better start concreting some of these relationships on bachelor and paradise might go too extra. Cause it says there's an episode 11, nine, 11, 16, 11, 12, 11, 30, and then 12, seven. Oh, really? Oh God. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. So there's five more episodes. Oh no. BIP. Oh, I did not know that. <laughs> Why? That is, I don't know. that is so long. You know, the other thing with Bachelor in Paradise is it used to be a shorter season than anything. If I want to, if I'm not mistaken, tell me if you remember it this way or if I'm just like wishful thinking. I could have sworn like the first three or four um, seasons of BIP, it was only like six weeks long. Like it was a fairly yeah, short season. It was season. really short. It's gotten longer. And I think 
due to popularity of it, but I feel like this season has been very, like, there hasn't been any really good couples that people are, like, rooting for. And it definitely doesn't need to be another five weeks, that's for sure. No, especially the way it's going. Yeah. Yeah, five more weeks of this, hopefully people, (laughs) like, start really, like, getting into relationships. Because it doesn't really seem like there's many. No. It doesn't. Um, and I do remember last season, I felt, I think that was one of the first seasons that they made it a longer season. And I remember thinking, okay, this needs to be over. Like, this is too long. They're like, mm-hmm. mil- they're milking it. And it's making, I think it, that's going to, again, it's going to work to its disfavor. They need to make it where they need to leave you wanting more, not for to leave you going, oh my God, is this over or not? You know? I feel like a lot of the seasons I like end up stop watching and then I'm like, oh, they got engaged or I see spoilers and I'm like, there's no point in watching anymore because it's boring. Yeah. So, yeah, they got to like get something to hook you in more and see what the viewers want to well, see more of. And first of all, one of the things they could do is quit showing us in the previews for the next week, literally everything that's going to happen. Like, yeah. have you noticed that? Like, I feel like yep. I would only have to watch the preview for the next week and I would already know everything that happens on the show. And, yeah. Why do they do that? Like, why don't, you, why don't you leave me going, oh, I wonder who's coming down the steps. But no, they show who's coming down the steps and they show who they go on the date with. I don't understand that. That makes no sense to me at all why they do that. Yeah, I don't know either. Because they basically do show, like, everything. And maybe they want you to, like, watch so you can fill in the pieces. But it's like, I've already seen, like, the spark notes version of it yeah (laughs) right exactly well all right we will probably should go ahead and end this because it's almost been two hours (laughs) well thank you so much for coming on i really appreciate that was fun yeah thank you so much for having me are you excited about joey being the bachelor did you like him oh you didn't watch i I didn't watch but if like i'm so excited i'm like 100 percent gonna watch him he's so cute oh he's so cute like yeah yeah i'm i'm really excited to watch his season well if you would i would love to have you uh recap a joey season with me at some point one of the episodes that would be so fun okay good all right well have a good weekend or no the weekend's over with it's uh so we're recording this on sunday yeah have a good week ahead of you um what do you want to tell everybody like your instagram to tell everybody where to find you or no uh, my ins sure my instagram is jenna underscore l zero three okay and tiktok are you on tiktok much i've never posted a tiktok i have okay. tiktok to watch but not supposed yeah that's me <laughs> yes um okay well again thank you so much that was a lot of fun i'm glad we did that yeah thanks so much for having me and you'll have to text me and let me know what you think of whoever wins the golden bachelor yeah, I definitely will. Okay. Tell your mom hi. I will. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Well, I hope you enjoyed that little conversation with Jenna. We had a lot of fun. I loved getting her takes on everything. Um, can't wait to have her back for Joey season. Um, and as we learned from Jenna, we have five more weeks of Bachelor in Paradise to go, which is uh, so disappointing. Um, maybe it'll get better. Uh, I do wish it was five weeks of Golden Bachelor left and only three of of Bachelor in Paradise. I'm assuming they're not going to extend Golden Bachelor out that far. I don't know how they can do that. Um, Either way, I do plan to have another co-host with me next week. Um, 
not going to say who yet. We still have a few details to work out, but um, 98% sure that's going to work. So um, tune in next week for, for another co-host. Um, and thank you again, Jenna, for joining us. Um, today's Bible verse I'm ending on is Deuteronomy 31 verse 8. And it is, do not be afraid or discouraged for the Lord will personally go ahead of you. He will be with you. He will never fail you nor abandon you. So I hope everyone has a great week and we'll talk to you next week. Bye.